Hey, this is Tina Grace, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. Well, I mean, we're kind of talking comic stuff all week because we're talking about Black Widow. The movie finally opens this weekend. I'm excited. I'm in New Orleans right now, so hopefully these are uploading to SoundCloud. They're scheduled to. Fingers crossed. Uh, I've had issues before, so maybe? I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, you're going to enjoy this like on Wednesday. But Black Widow. So I'm not going to talk her comic history because we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, you know, I just that's what we do. So I want to talk instead about other versions of Black Widow in the comics. And now I'm not talking about the other Black Widow, the Yelena Belova, who we will meet in this film. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to go. Uh, mostly because... I don't know, her backstory, if we're being 100% honest, isn't super interesting to me. Um, she's just, you know, not Black Widow. She goes by like Crimson Widow and all these other things, but mm, I don't know. Other versions of Black Widow, though, that's what we're here to talk about. So let's start with the 1602 Black Widow. So if, you, if you're not familiar with Marvel 1602, this started off as a mini-series that came out back in 2003, and it, it's awesome. It's written by Neil Gaiman with art by Andy Kubert, so it's beautiful. But what it is, it's telling the story of the heroes we know, but they start popping up in the late 15, early 1600s, and we're trying to figure out why. And as it goes on, you know, we, we see, we learn that there's strange things afoot. But uh, you, Black Widow is one of the characters in in it. Um, and she would come back for some of the sequels and things. She's in the Fantastic Four spinoff. Uh, and like I said, there's, if, you, if you haven't read it, I cannot recommend it enough the art alone is beautiful the story is pretty solid you know then there was new world that came out in the fantastic four then the spider-man and it's I, I just remember really enjoying it and in it black widow is um she she hangs out with matt murdoch who is blind and matthew murdoch i should say and she it turns out like she's a bad guy here, which is not uncommon to her characters we'll learn about tomorrow. So she's actually working for Count Otto von Doom. Bom, bom, bom. But then there's there's other stuff too. So then in Secret Wars, the War Zone of eighteen seventy two shows her as like a, a deputy. She's in the Wild West in the town of Timely, which is a nice little nod to Timely Comics which was Marvel's name before it was Marvel. Um, she's the widow of Deputy Bucky Barnes, who was killed by Mayor Fisk, and Sheriff Steve Rogers, Sheriff Rogers, you know, tells her the truth about what happened and everything, and so then she teams up with 
Red Wolf and Dr. Bruce Banner. And uh, it's a nice little kind of... I'm a sucker for Westerns. I mean, Back to Future 3 is better than Back to Future 2. Always. I don't care what you say. So, seeing these characters like that, uh, it was kind of neat. And then still playing on her relationship with Bucky. Uh, oh, she has a relationship with Bucky? Yeah, we'll talk about that later, tomorrow. Uh, so, it, it was a good one. In the Age of Ultron, the comic, not the movie, which, as much as I like the movie, the comic is, is probably better. It's, it's pretty cool. But she's all jacked up. She's just covered in scars and everything. And it ends up she's teaming up with Moon Knight and they're working together. Um, so she doesn't get a whole lot of page time, but when she does, you're like, ooh, I wonder what's going on here. Because her character's always intriguing. You know, she's a spy, you know, master of intrigue. That's what she's supposed to do. So it, it's pretty neat. In the Avengers United They Stand comic, uh, it's just a spinoff of the TV show, which is, the TV show is a blend. If you haven't watched it, it's, it's it was pretty good. Um, it was back in 1999, and basically this was what they wanted to do with the movies that they you know couldn't make, and then what was going on with the comics. But then everybody's also has this weird armor, so they could sell toys. And on some characters, it kind of makes sense, but like it's very 90s at the same time. It's it's on Disney Plus, so you should you should check it out. In the Earth X timeline, so the Earth X was the miniseries that they've keep revisiting you know there was universe x and paradise x and marvel's x and everything it was uh beautiful i mean the first one came out back in 99 from jim kruger and alex ross and it had art from the late great john paul leon uh, and it shows the future of marvel like what what happens years down the road and the, the the Avengers are dead they're killed by the absorbing man and Vision like loses it so he rips apart the absorbing man and scatters him around and one of the people he gives a part to is Black Widow because you know he's like hey you're awesome and tough and you can protect this but she gets killed uh, and before the series even starts, like we learn about her through flashbacks. And then we see her in the realm of the dead come back because there's this whole, like, the dead are good and they're fighting, uh, you know, the the heroes of the... It, it's kind of like Kingdom Come also. So if you, if you liked Kingdom Come, definitely check out Earth X. In House of M, which is where Scarlet Witch, you know, created an alternate reality where... Mutants ruled everything. You know, they were the dominant species. She's one of the Soviet super soldiers. And then she's part of Shang-Chi's Red Dragons. And she's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. So she gets around in, in this limited series, which first came out back in 2005. Um, but since then, they've gone to come back. Like, it's in Exiles World Tour. It was part of the Secret Invasion. Um... Uh, they talked about it in Civil War, you know, it's uh, kind of weird, you know, I mean, it's not surprising how many times they go back to it, because that's what they do, you know, how many Civil Wars have we had, but that the, when they go back to it, I don't know, but each time we see Natasha in a different role, and she's doing different things, 
in the Marvel Mangaverse, which see this one makes sense to go back to and keep going. Um, it started off in 2000 and went all the way to 2006. You know when they had like the the new one and stuff. And I enjoy. I mean, I'm not a big manga fan, but seeing these characters in a different light was pretty pretty neat. And in here, we see her like kidnap Bruce Banner, but have a change of heart, and he turns into Hulk, and they escape, and she. But while they're escaping, like he destroys the sub they're in, so she probably dies, but nobody's ever dead in comics. Uh, so if they ever go back to the mangaverse, I would love to see what happens. Probably one of the most popular other realms, uh, different timelines, I guess, if we're going to talk Loki, uh, different timelines, is the Marvel Zombies universe. And here, she was one of the first infected, you know, when the Sentry came and infected everybody. We see her in Army of Darkness. She's eating puppies. Um, and then she attacks Silver Surfer. She's, all, she's always in the background since... She's a zombie. You know, the main characters of the Marvel zombies aren't the zombies, necessarily. It's the people who aren't zombies and how they're dealing with everything. So, not not a lot of time to shine, but she is in there because she's such an important part of uh, the Marvel Universe. And lastly, in the Ultimate Marvel Universe, which, if you remember Ultimate Marvel, it started back in the early 2000s and ran for 15 years before... The Secret War event, like, combined that Earth into our Earth. And that's how we got, like, Miles over here and stuff. But she shows up in the Ultimates, which is their Avengers, as part of the team. She'd been behind the scenes in, like, Black Ops stuff. And she comes into public and joins the team. She was first introduced, though, in Ultimate Marvel Team-Up number 14 from Brian Bendis and Terry Moore. And then Mark Miller and... or Millar... Uh, and Brian Hitch bring her back. She's her her story here is pretty comparable to hers in the six one six because she's a KGB spy. She's Black Widow, uh, but very literal. Like she has killed a lot of her ex husbands, so that's mm, uh, yeah doesn't bode well. But when the Chitari come up, who were not the Scrolls, uh, we thought they were, but then they introduced Scrolls proper, so she. Shows up with the public team with a fake background and everything. We learn she has cybernetic and genetic enhancements. And that's why she's like faster, stronger and everything like that. Tony Stark falls in love with her because ultimate Tony Stark is just a, a boozing hound ladies. I'm not going to say ladies man. He's just a booze hound and a horn dog I guess. So he proposes to her. They get married. He makes a special suit of armor for her. And it's just like his, you know, has like the nanotechnology where she can control it. Well, when things go south, when the Liberators, which are the non-American Avengers, attack America, we find out that she was the one that was been feeding them information and everything. She's the one who killed Hawkeye's wife and kids, which that's a huge, I always hate to say stark contrast when I'm talking about Iron Man stuff, but it's a stark contrast because... As we'll learn tomorrow, the reason she left the USSR is because she loved, fell in love with Hawkeye. So, completely different. Um, she leaked that Bruce Banner was a Hulk. 
She tried to make it look like Cap was the traitor. She did all this stuff. And even killed Jarvis. Like, how worse can you get? She killed Jarvis. So Tony had enough. He had a fail-safe program into the, the those nanites, that nanotech in her. And froze her body. He knocked her out. And we find out later on she survives. Um, and she's she manages to bleed out all the nanites. But Hawkeye finds her and kills her. So, like, completely different than all the other ones. Um, the, the ultimate, especially those Mark Miller issues, were wonderful. In Volume 3, it turns out that there's a sex tape between her and Tony Stark, and that causes a bunch of public uproar, and uh, it's and then Yellow Jacket is an Ultron who had feeling, and it's, I don't know, it's weird. But... Those the first couple of volumes of the Ultimates was really good, so you should definitely go check them out. But let me know what's your favorite alternate version of Black Widow. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for the Night Nerd, or you can email me nightnerd at thenightnerd.com if there's a a version I forgot. I mean, I know there's a lot of random what ifs and one offs and stuff, but these were. Kind of the most popular ones, the ones that are on Wikipedia, things like that. But if you have, you know, if there's one, send me an email. Let's talk about it. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.